Are you ready to receive the word of God? Amen? Please close your eyes. Let's pray. Beloved Father, we want to hear your voice. May the Holy Spirit speak into our hearts. And you can use my life to speak to your people today. Whatever they are, those who are in church, those who are listening to us on internet, bless every house, Father. Bless every single person. This is my prayer. In Jesus' name, I pray. And everybody say, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I am teaching. Okay, I need your full attention. Okay. I am teaching on the series, The Power of Faith. And today we are going to, I'm going to share the fourth message of the series. And I am finishing next week. Okay. And today's message is, you have faith, use it. <laughs> Could you look to the person next to you and say, if you don't know, you have faith. But you have to use it. Amen. I want to read, start reading a verse from the scripture. 1 John chapter 5, verse 4. 1 John, you can follow me on the screen. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world. What? Our faith. Or the Bible says, beloved brothers, the Bible says that every child of God defeats this evil world. But how can you defeat this evil world? How? By faith. By faith. This is why I am teaching you about faith. Because through faith, you can defeat this evil world. Through faith, you can give a turning point in your life. And this is so important. And today I'm going to keep talking about the responsibility of belief and the responsibility that every Christian has to use their faith. First, you have to believe, right? And second, you have to Use your faith. If you don't know, God has doing many things among us. People, they are talking to me and say, oh, thanks God. God did a miracle. Last week, I was with Gunnar. You, uh, yeah, Gunnar came here and said, Pastor, I am in pain because of the, the job I am doing. My hand is, my hand is in pain. Strong pain. Sometimes I'm crying because it's so strong. And then he came here and we just prayed. We lay hands on him. And I asked him, how are you? And said, pastor, I was crying of pain. And God performed a beautiful miracle in my life. Hallelujah. God is so good. And I am listening others, the people there talking, how much God is moving among us. And this is so beautiful to see. And I'm going to talk about the responsibility that you have to make your faith grow. Because you have faith. 
But you have to use your faith. Why is, why is it that we don't see as many miracles in church today? Do you know why? Because when we read this book, this book is full of miracles. And God didn't change. He is the same and I believe those miracles are available for you today. Do you believe that? Hallelujah. But if you want to experience the, these miracles, we must understand what faith is and to practice. You can learn many things. Like you can learn who here know how to do gardening. Do you know how to, to plant seeds or to do gardening? Maybe you know. But you don't practice it. You know, in your mind. But you are not using. You don't plant any seeds or any plant. Many people, they know a lot the Bible. They know principles of the Bible, but they are not practicing it. But if we want to experience the, these miracles, we must understand what faith is. And we need to practice it. Because, pay attention, because of our lack of faith, God was prevented from acting on this earth as he used to act in the past. It doesn't only depend on God for him to act here on earth. Did you know that? Many people th think, oh, Everything is about God. If God wants to do, he will. No. I'm going to prove and to show to you that God works through us in this earth. For the Bible says in Hebrews, I'm going to quote a lot of verse that speaks about faith. Okay? Hebrews 10.38. The Bible says, For my righteous one will live... My righteous one will live by faith. Or you, you have to live by your faith, not by your pastor's faith. Not by your parents' faith. Not by your leader's faith. You have to live by your faith. Amen? Hebrews 11 verse 6 also says, Without faith is... Without faith is impossible to please God. It's not hard. It's not difficult. It's impossible. Would you like to please God? Would you like to please God? If you'd like to please God, then you have to have this faith and to live by this faith. If you desire to please God, you need to make your faith grow. And this is why I'm teaching many times about faith. Because we need to make this faith grow. Faith opens the doors for miracles. But the lack of faith prevents miracles. Also Romans 12, 3. The Bible says, this is an important verse. Romans 12, verse 3 says... In accordance 
with the faith that God has distributed to each one of you. Or the Bible says, everyone who born again, did you have one encounter with God and did you born again? Yes or no? The Bible says that everyone who born again, the Bible says that we received from God a measure of faith. This is what this verse says. In accordance with the faith that God has distributed to it of you, then you have faith. Look at the person next to you and say, you have faith. God gave you faith when you born again. But also, now we saw that we needed to have faith. We saw that faith pleased God. Also, we saw that each one of us received one amount of faith, one measure of faith. But now, 2 Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians 1 verse 3 says, let's read all together. Your faith is growing more and more. Then we receive faith, this amount of faith. But the Bible says, Paul the Apostle said to, to the church in Thessalonica, in Thessalonica. He said, your faith has grown very much. And my question is, how is your faith. It has grown. Or not. Let's read another verse. Let's speak about this faith. I want to show you in the Bible. What the Bible says about faith. Jude. The book of Jude. Chapter 1. Verse 3. Says. I want to encourage you. To fight hard. For the faith that God gave his holy people. Or the Bible says that God gave us one measure of faith. But this verse said that we, we need to fight hard for that faith that God has given us. God gave you one faith and you have to fight. In order to grow this faith. Jude said you have to fight for your faith grow. Are you fighting for your faith to grow? Some people says, wow. The apostles, they had a great faith. Because they performed many miracles. Have you said that? Why? Did the apostles had a great faith? Why? If the apostles had, pay attention what I am saying to you. If the apostles had strong faith, it was not because God had given them extra measure faith to them. No. The Bible says that all of us Received the same measure of faith. All of us. The faith that has given us and for all. 
heart to each one of us. Then I'm going to repeat again. We need to live by faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. God gave you one measure of faith. You have to battle, to fight for this faith. If we do not have this faith, it's because we are not fighting for this faith. Did you know that Jesus Christ could not operate miracles in his hometown because of people's unbelief? Did you know that? Even Jesus could not operate miracles in his hometown. Why? Because the people knew him. He grew up among the people. And, he, and the Bible says, I'm going to read it. Matthew 13, verse 58. That says, And Jesus did not, and he did not many of miracles because of their lack of faith. Here it does not say that he did not want to. But he was unable to do it because of their lack of faith. And sometimes it's easier for us to say, it's the will of God. The thing didn't happen, didn't happen because of the will of God. No. Do you know when God brought the people out of the Egypt... And God intended to get them, where? To the promised land, to Canaan. But the Bible says they did not enter because of their unbelief. God promised, you are going to enter in the promised land, my people. Promised. God gave a promise to his people. But his people didn't enter. Pay attention. You have received many promises from God. But if you do, you received the promise. But if the things didn't happen, it's not because of God. We have many promises here. It's for everybody. But just those who believe and act, you receive. This is simple. Let's read Hebrews 3.19. So we see they were not able to enter because of their unbelief. Your unbelief can prevent you from entering the promised land and receiving what God has for you. Beloved brothers and sisters, many times we pass the responsibility of believing over to God. Many times we say, oh, God's going to do. And, okay, it's God's will. God's going to do. But we are going to see that this is not the principle that it's in the word of God. Because in 
I want to, let's, let's have a look now in some, some verse. I'm going to, see, to show you the responsibility that is yours to believe. Uh, let's read Mark chapter 9. I'm going to read from verse 17 to 23 and 25. Okay? Please, could you follow on the screen together or you can follow in your Bible? Mark 9:17 A man in the crowd answered, "Teacher, I brought you my son who is possessed by a spirit that has robbed him of speech. Whenever it says him, it throws him in the ground. He falls at the mouth, gnashes his teeth, and becomes rigid. I asked, pay attention, I asked your disciples to drive out the spirit, but they could not. 19. You unbelieving generation, Jesus replied, How long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring me the boy to me. So they brought him. When the spirit saw Jesus, it immediately threw the boy into a confusion. He fell to the ground and rolled around, foaming at the mouth. Jesus asked, asked the boy's father, How long has they been like this? From childhood, he answered. It has often thrown him to the fire or water to kill him. But if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. Look at Jesus' answer, 23. If you can, says Je said Jesus, everything is possible for the one who believes. When Jesus saw that the crowd was ruin, ruining to the sin, he rebuked the impure spirit and said, You deaf and mute spirit, he said, I command you, come out of him and never enter him again. Let's just uh, to have in mind what happened here. The father looks to Jesus for deliverance of his son. Okay? The father comes to, del to deliverance of his son. Jesus was on the hill. Jesus was not with his disciples. The disciples try to set the child free, but they cannot. Jesus comes down the hill and find all this confusion happening. And Jesus asks, what's going on? The father says to Jesus, I brought my son to your disciples. But they could not set him free. The father says to Jesus, but if you can, please do something. Let's read again Jesus' answer. Mark 9, 23. 
Let's read all together. If I can. Question mark. If I can. Jesus said. Everything. Is possible. For the one. Who believe. Or. Beloved brother, you need to understand, because this is, talks about faith. Jesus said to the Father, you came to the right place. You came, but with the wrong attitude. Many people come to the right place, but with the wrong attitude. They come to the church, they come to the pastor, they come to the right place where they can receive miracles. But with the wrong attitudes. And you are transferring the responsibility to believe to others. This is what Jesus said. Because what Jesus said to him. You said my disciples could not do it. Right? You said my disciples could not do. They were not able. You are asking if I can do it. But Jesus says this responsibility is not in mine, not in my disciples. What Jesus said, everything. everything is possible for those who believe. If you use your faith, it's possible. Amen? This is what Jesus said. Simple, simple. Or the responsibility of believing is ours. Is yours and it's mine. It's not that oh God will do. Of course God believes. But we will not pay attention. We will not experience the best of God. If you do not exercise our faith. Also my beloved brothers. In, in Luke. Jesus teaches again about the faith that moves mountains. I'm going to read Luke now, 17, 5 and 6. The apostles said to the Lord, to Jesus, increase our faith. Look what the apostles said to Jesus. Jesus replied, if you have a faith as what? As a grain of mustard seed, you can... You can say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it will obey you. Beloved brothers, uh, you know Jesus was talking about forgiveness, okay? He's talking about forgiveness. And the disciples, and he was talking that you, you have to forgive people. And, Jesus, and the disciples said, what to forgive people? How many times? We need a great faith. Increase our faith. It's impossible. It's hard to forgive people, isn't it? And the disciples said, please increase our faith. Because it's so hard. As if it was God's responsibility to increase their faith. They asked, please. Increase my faith. But you know, how can you increase your faith? Faith comes by hearing. It's not by prayer. 
Some people say, pray. I can pray for you. But it's not going to help you. Faith comes by hearing when you are feeding from God's word. When you believe in this book. This book is part of your life. Then what do you say happens? Why? Because faith comes by hearing. But here they say, increase our faith. As if it was God's responsibility to increase their faith. Jesus answers. If you have, what was Jesus' answer? If you have faith like a grain of mustard seed, you will speak to the mountain and the mountain will obey you. Beloved brothers, you need to understand this principle. Jesus said, you must have faith like a seed. Could you say faith like a seed? Faith like a seed. Faith like a seed. Or in the original Greek, faith with seed-like features. Okay? Of course, some people say, ah, Jesus said if I have this faith, it's okay. Mustard seed is this size. If I have a, a very tiny Faith, it, it's going to be okay. Jesus didn't say that. Jesus said, if you have faith like a mustard seed. Because Jesus rebuked several times people with small faith. Do you remember? Several times Jesus rebuked. Oh, Jesus rebuked even his own disciples. Oh, you man of little faith. But you know, Jesus praised people with great faith. Many times Jesus said, great is your faith. Then Jesus rebuked his small faith, but he praised. He was happy, pleased him, people with great faith. But I'm going to show you this principle in another parable, Mark 4, Jesus explained about the mustard seed. I want you to read now Mark 4, 31, 32. It is like a mustard seed. Jesus is explaining here, okay? It is like a mustard seed, which is the smallest of all seeds on earth. Yet, say with me, yet, yet, when planted, wow, then I have to plant, yeah, Jesus explained, yet when planted, it grows and become the largest of all garden plants, hallelujah. <laughs> Jesus speaks of the multiplication power a seed has. When you look to a small seed, you cannot see. You can see that it's small. But if you plant that small seed, what's going to happen? It's going to grow. It will grow as every seed has great potential in it. You have a great potential inside of you. In your faith. But your seed, your faith has to be? Plant it. If you don't plant it, 
you are going to have a very tiny, small seed. But there is some points I want to show you here. We need to exercise our faith. We need to increase the measure of faith that we all received. Or all of us received this measure of faith. All of us. God gave us when we born again. Then now we have to fight for this faith. You need to make it grow. When the disciples asked, increase our faith. Jesus told them, you have to make your faith grow just as a mustard seed. Because Judge 1, 3 says, you have to contend for the faith which was given once and for all. Or Jude 1, 3 says, you have to contend for the faith which was given us. You receive the faith. What are you doing with your faith? They were waiting for one angel to come down from heaven to bring a pact of faith to them. Say, oh Lord, Jesus, increase our faith. Bring us faith. But what Jesus is saying, you have faith. Use it. Because if you have faith, you need to speak to the mountain. And now I want to give you the point. This is the revelation in this word that I am giving you. This is the point. And miracles happen when you use the faith that you have. And I want to show you the components of faith. Do you know the components of faith? Do you know? I'm going to show you 2 Corinthians 4, 13. Let's read all together, please. And since we have the same spirit of faith, we have the same spirit of faith according to what is written. I believe, therefore I spoke. We also believe and therefore speak. I believe and therefore I spoke and also believe and therefore speak. Beloved brothers, this is the point of I am teaching to you. The Bible faith is made up, is made up of two main components. Believing in the heart and saying with the mouth. Okay? Bible faith is, has two components. Believing the heart, could you repeat? Believing the heart and saying with the mouth. Believing with the heart and saying with the mouth. You are going to see that in the Bible. All the times miracle happened, people believed in their heart and they started speaking. You are going to see that in the Bible. Every time, every miracle. That woman said, Jesus, I know you can heal me. This, she was speaking. That woman that touched Jesus said, I'm going to touch her hand and I'm going to be healed. She believed in the heart and she spoke. This is the two components. Many people believe in the right things, but they don't receive because they are not speaking. This is the point. You have good doctrines. You believe in the Bible. It's okay. 
But what you believe you need to speak. This is the two components of faith. Jesus said, if you have faith like a mustard seed, you need to say to the mulberry tree. Wow. If you, do you have faith like a mustard seed? Do you have it? Beloved brothers, pay attention. Jesus was saying, you don't need to, to have a, a seed that is the size of a truck. Jesus didn't say that. This is so simple to understand, but many believers don't understand. Jesus said, if you have, have you seen a mustard seed here? Have you seen before? Never? No. Okay, next time I'm going to bring mustard seed to you, okay? <laughs> it's this size. So small. It's like uh, this size. So small. And Jesus said, if you have a small faith, like a mustard seed, but, but you have to? You have to? Say! If you have this small faith, but you don't say nothing is going to happen. And many people, they have faith in their heart, but they don't speak. Or they are speaking, oh, I am so bad. Oh, my life is not okay. I don't know if I'm going to get that job. I, I am so worried. <laughs> this is killing and destroying your faith. This is the point. Faith comes by hearing. This is so important. Follow me. Faith comes by hearing. And it is released by speaking. You must have both believing and speaking in order for your faith to work. This is so easy. Many people, they believe. And I know that you believe. Because you are a Bible reader. I know many people, they believe in the Bible. But what is destroying your miracle and the things in your life, it's what you are speaking. You believe, but you don't speak. And we see this same principle mentioned again in Romans 10, 9 to 10. I'm going to read this principle about what you believe in your heart and you speak. Okay? Let's read all together, please. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, dead you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you confess your faith and are saved. This is a principle. Or we get saved by believing and speaking. And we, we are supposed to continue to live our lives while ex exercising this same principle. You started your spiritual life. How? You believed in Jesus. Okay? But you, if you just believe, you are not saved. You need to confess publicly. You need to say, Jesus... I accept you, I'm going to serve you, you need to speak. You believe in your heart and you 
speak with your mouth. Because in your, in your heart, you are justified. And when you speak with your mouth, you are saved. And if you read now, let's read Mark 11, 23. It's very enlightening. Then you are going to see this, this, this point right now. Mark eleven twenty three. 23. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to the mountain, be removed, be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he he will have whatever he, let's repeat again, he will have whatever, he will have whatever he, you will have whatever you, you will have whatever you. Many people just believe in their heart and and afraid a lot of in their heart, but if it doesn't happen. You believe in your heart, but what you are saying, what you are speaking. Are you, are you uh, getting this word? Are you receiving? Jesus did not say that just believing. It's enough. He said, those who have a faith like a mustard seed and say. <laughs> Many people have faith, but they are not saying. <laughs> He said that you will have whatever you say when you believe in your heart. This is the point. If you believe in your heart, you have to. But what is coming out of your mouth? This is the point. What are you coming out of your mouth? I know you believe. Because you are receiving the word. You are reading this book. But what are you speaking? This is the point. Until your saying agrees with your believing, you are not exercising Bible faith or the faith that you receive. It's not enough to simply agree with the doctrines of the Bible. Okay? It's not enough just to agree. I agree with the Bible. It's okay. Or just agreeing with the pastor. When the pastor is preaching, say, oh, I agree. Yeah, this is a powerful doctrine. Yes. It is what you are saying day in a day out about that doctrine that determines what you will receive. Okay? It's not because you believe. It's what you are saying. Or faith has these two components. You believe and you say, I believe and I say. You have faith, use it. Faith speaks. Look to the person next to you and say, you have faith. Maybe it's the size of a mustard seed. But that, that's not the problem. Jesus said, that's not the problem. You can have a faith like a mustard seed. That's not the problem. But... Even if it decides you have to speak, you have to say. If you have a, a faith like a mustard seed, but you don't say to the mountain, 
nothing are going to happen. <laughs> Look to the person next to you and say, faith speaks. Faith speaks. If you are not speaking, sorry. No faith. <laughs> I have one, one nice testimony years ago that happened that I experienced when I was living in Brazil. I had one motorcycle and uh, the mo motorcycle and I was going to church. It was Sunday. I was going to church. And when I, I leave my house, I was going to, and to pick up uh, my colleague that we used to work in the same job as me. And I was going to pick him up in his house. And when I left home, my motorcycle, petrol, ran out. And then I said, God, what to do now? I have to go to pick up Charles to bring him to church. And now, what to do? Then, my beloved brothers, I remember this verse that I read to you. This verse, Mark 11, 23. I assure you, I say to you, whatever you say to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he, whatever he says, whatever. Don't say small or big. Okay, it works. And in, in, in this circumstance, I had no money. The problem it was I had no money to put petrol. And then I said, God, I needed to go to pick him up. I have no money. I want to go to church. And then this verse came to my mind. And then I said, God, you, you have said everything is possible. I believe in you. I'm going to say, motorcycle, you are going to, to, to work and you're going to go there. Then I prayed. I did a quick prayer. And I knew that I because I opened, there was no petrol inside. And then I prayed. As soon as I prayed, I turned it on and it started working. I drove seven kilometers to his house. I collected him. Then I drove more eight or nine kilometers to the church. And in that day, he born again and he, and he accepted Jesus Christ. That man. But what I am saying to you is, is not difficult. It's simple. Faith works. You only have it to use. I don't know what happened. If God filled the tank with petrol, if the motorcycle was driving with no petrol, I don't know what happened. But it works. <laughs> then it's so good. Also, did you know, I always talk about all the good things that I received. That when my faith didn't work, I don't give this testimony. <laughs> yes, because normally, what do, do you tell to people? Normally, but I need to confess you. Other times, I remember, I tried to, my car broken down. I said, oh, now I'm going to 
my, my, my car is going to be fixed. But I prayed, but nothing happened. But I didn't say, oh, God, why you didn't do that for me? No. I said, I needed to grow in my faith. <laughs> and then I started, I prayed for people who was not healed. But I never gave up. I said, if, if it didn't happen, it's not because of God. The problem is in me. I also take the responsibility of believing. Jesus said, to the man, you came to the right place, but you are saying, I, I brought it to your disciples and they could not. If you can, Jesus said, no, not me, it's in you. Everything is, is possible for those who believe. Can you say amen? amen. Or, my beloved brothers, I remember the first time that I met one person who had demons. Possessed. It was ashamed because I could not. Yeah. I tried to say, demons, get out of him. He looked at me and said, who are you? I said, nothing. So, okay, bye-bye, you can stay. No problem. I remember. <laughs> but then I started reading and I said, father, why? I cried. I know you are smiling now, but I cried. I said, Jesus, you said those who believe in you, you drive out demons. Why I could not drive out that demons? I, I cried, cried before the Lord. I fasted for two weeks just drinking water, just drinking water. And I said, if it's written, I want you to drive out demons. And after more one month, I was in a house and I started praying and suddenly the demons manifested in that, in that woman. And she came very angry against me and she said, I'm going to kill you. I said, shut up in Jesus' name and get out of her life. And do you know what happened? She obeyed me. She obeyed me and she was set free. She was delivered. And from that day I understood the authority that I have in the name of Jesus. And I, I have delivered hundreds of people from demons. Do you know? Because I know the authority that I have is not about Marcio. It's about the name of Jesus. It's not about Marcio. Sorry. Don't think it's about me. No. You can drive out demons. You can drive out demons. You can set people free. Did you know? Did you know, Andrea? You can set people free. But you have to use your faith. And some people say, okay, I believe. I believe in the heart. But if you believe in, heart, in the heart, what should you do? Faith works speaking. Many believers, they say, I believe, I believe. But what are you speaking? <laughs> what are you speaking? The more you use your faith, the more miracles you will see. The more, are you, are you going to the gym? Do you used to go to the gym? Yeah? The more you go to the gym and exercise, what happened with your body? What happened with your body, physical body? It grows. Some people, they need to go more to the gym <laughs> because their body is growing. <laughs> but, uh, 
As you go to the gym and start exercising, what happens with your muscles? Start growing. This is the point. If you start using your faith, doesn't matter the size. Doesn't matter if you are strong or not, if you are tiny or not. But start exercising. And you are going to see what's going to happen in your life. If you use your faith, your faith is going to grow. But if you don't use, you're going to have the same faith, the same faith. Faith is like a muscle. The more you use it, the more it increases in size. Would you like to have a, a, a greater faith, a bigger faith? But you have it too? Use it. How do we use the faith that we have? How do we, do we use the faith that we have? My beloved brothers, Jesus gave us the answer in his mustard seed analogy, okay? Jesus gave the answer for us in that analogy. Jesus was very good to teach people. Always he used some parables, analogies, just to show you. And he used the small of the seeds to talk about something very powerful. And he said, if you have faith... As a mustard seed, you can say, or you need it to say. If you have faith as, as a mustard seed, this is small of the, the seeds, the small of the seeds, you have to say. Or the amount of the faith, Jesus said, that's not the, your problem. But if you have this small faith, you have to say. You have to use it. Or if you have faith and you are not saying, it's not working. It doesn't matter how much faith you have. For it to work, you have to speak. This is the point. You have to speak. If you have faith, you must say. If you have and, if you, have and you don't say, it won't work. I'm going to repeat again. If you have faith, you must say. If you have faith, you must say. If you have and you don't say, it won't work. Now you know why sometimes your faith don't work. Because you believe in your heart, but you don't speak with your mouth. And also there is two problems with the Christians. They are too lazy to seek the Lord. They are too lazy to read the Bible. They are too lazy to go to meetings. They are too lazy to go to pray meetings to seek the Lord. And this is the main problem. And the second problem because their faith don't work. It's because they have no patience. Many things didn't happen instantly in my life. I told you, I was praying and fasting for things, for miracles, for 13 years until it happened. I want to read the last verse, and I am finished. Hebrews 6, 12 and 15. We don't want you to become what? We don't want you to become lazy, but imitate. Those 
who? Through faith and patience. Inherit what has been promised. And so after waiting patiently, Abraham received what was promised. This is the point. Sometimes we are lazy in our relationship with the Lord to listen. We are wasting time on WhatsApp, on internet, with things that you are not growing your faith. Because faith comes by beloved brothers. I don't waste my time. Because I know my time is very precious. I want to grow in my faith. Sometimes I am listening, 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 listening many times. Until it enters to my heart. And the, and the Bible says, your mouth speaks what is full in your heart. This is the point. What do you have in your heart? Many people, they are so lazy to seek the Lord. To, to come to meetings and say, oh, no, I'm, I don't have time. But you have time to many things. This is the point. Let's stand up, please. This is word is very important. Please don't look around now. Don't talk. I want you to look to yourself. Okay? I want you to look to your life. Because I know you have things. You need to use your faith for yourself. Jesus said, it's not about me, man. I can do all things. It's about you. This is what Jesus said. You, you are coming to the right place, but with the wrong motive. The question is not what you are believing. The real question is what you are saying. Pay attention. You can have your beliefs 100% right. You believe everything right. You believe in the word of God. But if you are not speaking your faith, it won't work. You can believe 100%. But if you are not speaking, it won't work. This is the point. And what are you speaking? Sometimes say, oh, I don't know what's going to happen. Oh, I think my, oh, I think my, my son is going to, I need to, you are speaking negative things all the time. You cannot live in victory. And talk defeat. You cannot live in the power. And to talk weakness. You cannot believe healing. And speak sickness. And disease. Faith believes. And speak. Maybe what you need to change today. It's not what you believe. You believe. I know. You believe. You have faith. You need to change your mouth. Your words. What are you saying? Because you are praying for a long, long, long time. Change your words. And your life is going to be transformed. Let's pray. Father, I pray, Lord, for all my brothers and sisters today. 
I pray for all of those who are listening to me right now. Here in this church, on the internet. Oh Lord, I pray Lord, help us to use this faith that you have given us. Without faith it is impossible to please you Lord. Father, we want to please you. We want, to look, we want you Father to look at us and say, wow, you have a great faith. Father, help us to use this small faith as you said. If you have a faith like a mustard seed, it's the smallest of the seed. But if you plant, it's going to grow. Father, help us to plant our faith. Help us to work in our faith, Lord. Help us, Father, to believe in our heart. But to speak with our mouth, Lord. Many times we are not receiving because we believe one thing in our heart, but we are speaking another different thing with our mouth, Lord. We are destroying our harvest. We are destroying our miracles. We are destroying our family because what we are saying, what we are speaking, Lord. Father, I pray, Lord, help everyone not to be lazy, Lord. Because, Father, you have said... For us not to become lazy, but to imitate those who through faith and patience inherit what you have promised. Father, you have many promises to us. And Father, I pray for miracles over my brothers and sisters' life right now. In Jesus' name, Father, we pray that you can, Lord, help us. To use the faith that we have. We have faith. You have given us a measure of faith. Help us to use this faith, Lord. We believe in our heart, but we want to speak. Because faith speaks. Help each one of us to speak according to what we believe, Lord. Help us, Father, to grow in our faith. To use our time listening preachings. To listen this preaching once, twice, three times, four times, Lord. Until this word enter inside of our heart, Lord. In Jesus' name, help us not just to believe, but to speak. And when we believe and speak, Father, the mountains that are in front of us, they are going to be removed in Jesus' name. This is my prayer. I bless all my brothers and sisters. I declare new time coming over their lives. I declare miracles of their lives. In Jesus' name I pray. And everybody say amen and amen. Let's give glory to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I challenge you, please, use your faith. Amen? You have faith. God gave you a, a quantity of faith. A measure of faith. Now use your faith. Amen? And speak what you believe. May the Lord bless you and give you a great week. And next week I'm going to give the last message of this series. The power of faith. God bless you. In Jesus name. Amen.